there's a lot of information coming in for all of us, right? Yes. Like we're, we're having to sift through emails and text messages. And, that, and I think that's the weird thing is like, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out my wife. I feel like I, there's a thousand ways to communicate and I still can't get a hold of her when I really need a hold of her, right? I'm like, I can email you, text you, call you, FaceTime you, face, I don't know, whatever it is, I just still can't get a hold of you somehow. Some there's just so many ways to communicate. Hey, welcome to Rec Reflect. Awesome. Welcome to Retroflight. This is a really cool one because, again, we're back at uh, this is another session from our North Texas Institute. Um, we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves real quick. Can I explain who we're our guest today? Sure. I'm Kate Meacham. I'm the Director of Parks and Recreation for the City of Allen. And I'm Jen Robinson, and I'm the Strategic Projects Manager. Coffee. Now I know who I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, Kate and Jen, you guys were instrumental, obviously, in pulling off this entire conference because you are the host city for the North right. Texas Conference. Is this your first time being the host city while you've been here, or is it? Uh, since I've been here. Okay. So I started the day COVID broke out. Um, so <laughs> oh, I've been here wow. for about 18 months. Uh, Jen's been here longer, but yes, yeah, since I've been here, this is our first one. We were supposed to host it, and obviously right. got delayed. And Right. Now we're here What's it like being the host city, having to, having to put this whole thing together with Traps and, and kind of making that relationship happen? It's been wonderful. Yeah. Um, we've had a really great relationship always with Traps. So um, it was great to be able to show off our city and all of our amenities to everybody. Absolutely. Just oh, always great to host. And I think it's so easy to work with. It was. It all seemed to come together. Yeah. Knock on wood. No really challenges well, that yeah. you want to talk to us about. Like no, any anybody. Everybody was go, sitting around last, late last night and early this morning. Usually when the hustle and bustle are, is happening, everybody was sitting around going, "We should be doing something right now," but we're not. Yeah. Which is a good sign. That means we 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 were prepared and we were ready to go. So uh, yeah. What are we forgetting? What are we forgetting? <laughs> so, so let's let's talk a little bit about y'all's journey real quick. If you don't mind, how did you get to where you are now? Especially starting the day of COVID. How, how did y'all get into the positions you're in now and, and working for the city of Allen? Well, I started part-time over at the golf course as an admin, to be quite honest with you. And and so um, the golf course, our golf course went under renovations and um, closed for a couple of years. And so there was a position available over in the admin office. They're like, do you want to come work over here? And I said, well, it's like full-time. That's a social real job, right? <laughs> and so I worked for our prior director. A grown-up job. Well. Yes, absolutely. And so um, I just like being involved in all the projects in the you know, initiatives that we have going on. So and then Kate came and she made me really super extra busy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Kate, where were you at previous? Previous uh, here, I was the deputy director in South Lake okay. uh, for the last about five and a half years uh, prior to coming here. And then you said the, it was the first day? The first day. COVID hit. Yes. Well, they like, welcome, hey, welcome to Allen. Here's your Sorry. decisions that you need to make. Go ahead and make them. It, it really was. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's the funny story is that literally on the first day, because we love our acronyms here in the city of Allen. And so like the first day, they're throwing all these acronyms at you. You're trying to figure things out. And about two o'clock on my first day, I got a meeting invite from our city manager saying this is thing called COVID. I thought it was an acronym for something in Allen. Because we were calling it coronavirus at the You're time. Right. Like COVID wasn't Core COVID yet. It was the coronavirus. So. Yeah. They're like, this is called COVID. I think we should talk about it. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm literally turning to the assistant director and Jen going like, what's COVID? What's COVID? Like, oh, that's that coronavirus thing. I was like, I oh, thing, right? it may be a common thing. I have to go talk to the city manager. And like literally within the week, we were closing down our facilities. We were going into wow. hyper mode of everything. And 
So yeah, I was like literally thrown into a whirlwind day one here. Uh, Do you feel like that time still though was a whimsical time of COVID? It like was. The Tiger it was, King it, era? That was, it, it totally that was. was yes. Weeks, right? Everybody was like, oh, we get to go home for two weeks? Two weeks off. Right, cool. off we go yes. totally back fun. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is two weeks at home yeah. and we'll totally kill this. I remember even after that, I was like, oh, by July of yeah. last year. Oh, yeah. by July, we'll be good. Let's, let's go. We just got to push through this. We'll be fine. You know, and 18 months later, we're still kind of figuring this out. So, um, yeah. So the first 18 months has been a whirlwind to say the least. Right. I think probably the last probably since summer i think i think once we hit summer this year it was finally kind of like oh this is what i'm supposed to do with my job okay good i I now get it um yeah yeah do you feel any added pressure from like higher-ups to perform no in a superhuman way so i am very very fortunate that my boss used to have my job okay so the former director um ahead of me was promoted Okay. And so he's been here for 25 years. So he's got Parks and Rec raising Total understanding. He, I mean, he truly built everything in the city with Parks and Rec and then got promoted up. And so I've been extremely fortunate. I have a very good relationship with him and was able to talk through things and all of that and, you know, have the, the trust and, and all with him. Um, and so I actually, this sounds horrible, but it actually was a really good orientation for me because I was forced to get boots on the ground immediately and really work with the teams in a, in a non-conventional way. Like, Hey, we got to figure this out. We got to figure out this now. We don't have time for roles, titles, because like we're doing this. Yeah. So it was actually really, for me, selfishly, I got to know the team really well, really quickly. Well, I think a lot of departments would be like, I, I went to that time too. It was like, a, you, you broke down the doors yeah, and it was like, Hey, forget where you work. You're now doing this mm-hmm. all together. And it was just like a, a challenge. And that, and that kind of brings us into our, our role into a little bit kind of in our topic here of, of the presentation you guys today gave today was about internal communication. Right. And I'm sure there was a lot of having to figure out internal communication yeah. during the last 18 months for everybody, but especially coming in like that, like, Hey, we well, got to kind of speak to the pre pre-Kate era of communication. <laughs> yes, and I think that everybody, we were talking this morning about silos. Everybody's kind of right. in their silo doing their own thing and information flowed from the top down. Kind of sometimes. a filter. <laughs> yes, with a, with a filter, but it didn't kind of get back and forth and it didn't really, you know, always get to the people that needed it at the right time. Right. So um, we worked really hard to come up with the, you know, the, the internal um, comms plan, we actually asked our staff what they wanted to hear, what how they wanted to hear it. Right? <laughs> yes. I know. Wait, 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 time out. You asked the people who work for you what, <laughs> what they you would be the best option? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and one of the, the best examples we used this morning is, like, put all of your preconceptions that you have in your head aside. Like, yeah. you truly have to go in. Like, they always say go in with an open mind, but, like, really, really? go in with an open yeah. mind. We did our internal comms uh, survey and we were going in, we're like, okay, newsletters are like, so like nobody wants a newsletter. Let's do videos. Let's do texts. Let's do, you know, all these cool media things. The darn thing came back as number one. They wanted a newsletter. (laughs) And so we're just like, are you kidding me? There's no way they want, we asked them again, like, are you sure? Are you you sure sure you want a newsletter? And it was the number one thing though. Give you a darn newsletter then. And so we do, we also do videos. We also do all this other stuff as well. But we made sure we listened and actually provided the newsletter, even though we were shocked that that was the number one thing that came out. That's wild. That's really cool. So, so what have you guys learned in this journey of 
changing your internal communications? And I'm going to talk a little bit about what have you learned about maybe the young professionals? Like what have you guys learned about working with them? And uh, the pre preconceived notions maybe were a little bit different than you thought they ended up being, right? I think that the young professionals want to know information that in the past we may not have felt applied to them. Okay. So, you know, they want to know what's going on with the projects. They want to know what's going on with the community. It's not necessarily like they want to know just what's happening in their division. They want to be a part of the greater whole. And so to give them previews of stuff that's coming up or to allow them to participate in a committee on developing something as opposed to being told, here, this is the final product, go implement it. What, what do you think that is? Why do you think they're trying to dive into that more? Because that's a weird barrier to kind of break down. Like, you know, focus on what you're kind of doing. But I think, like you said, they want to be more involved. Like, how, how, what, what do you think that's about? I think professional development opportunity. You know, it's not like we can pay them more, but we can educate them and we can, you know, value their opinion. And I think that they're seeing that as part of that greater compensation. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So what are some challenges you guys have come along the way? You, you, some, I'm sure there was some Besides resistance. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, there, I think there was resistance on all levels. Uh -huh. um, just because, you know, it's a new director coming in. It's a totally new approach on it. Right. The previous director was awesome and had just a whole different way about mm -hmm. communicating and that sort of thing. Totally different style, right? It's totally so different style. Good. good in its own right. Uh -huh. And so just me coming in with a with a very different style, very much break down the barriers, you know, get out, do site visits, talk with people, all of that is, you know, it, there was a lot of resistance, but at the same time, there was a lot of excitement about like, hey, this is kind of new. This is, kinda, you know, I'm being included in these conversations. Right. And so that was super important to me right away is that getting the boots on the ground, talking with the frontline, you know, staff. And, and sometimes I would talk to them first. And that was a little bit of a like, oh, what? You're not talking to me first? And I go talk to them. Right. No, 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 no. I'm going to go talk to them, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, and so I think that was a little bit of an adjustment for a lot of people. And, and not in a bad way. It was just kind of like, like it, it was, you know, is she trying to do, like catch me in something or do something? Or, you know, why, why aren't we following the chain of command? It's like, well, there are no chains of command. Right. You know, like it's, we do our org chart upside down. You know, I'm at the very bottom. Um, style, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I go to the frontline staff and talk to them. Then we come back and we regroup as a leadership team and work through things, but I want to hear directly from that front line what the challenges are. So that was a little bit different for them to, to get used to. How, how do you make that? Uh, I mean, I've never been director, but I'm, I'm sure as a director, you're sitting through a ton of information. There's meetings after meeting your first day, you're getting called into these meetings. You have no idea what you're even doing, right? Yeah. How do you, how do you make time to do that? What is, what's the best way to make time to stop with the tasks that you have and really go connect with your people? My calendar is my life. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jen will tell you. <laughs> like I think right now we're scheduling about three weeks out for a meeting. Okay. Um, you know, I have a hard rule. I don't do meetings on Fridays. Oh yeah. Um, so it's, it's, that's completely blocked off. I don't do that. That's my catch up. That's oh, my best time. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's the me reflection time is on Fridays. And so we bust out Monday through Thursday <laughs> and, but I schedule site visits. I schedule one-on-one -on -one catch ups. I get, you know, even if it's, I don't send the invite to somebody um, from like a site visit perspective, I have that blocked off. Granted, I have it blocked up every week. And if I get two or three a month, I'm doing fantastic because things come up and that sort of thing. But, you know, we schedule out, you know, sending out internal communications and emails and, all that it's pre-scheduled out of like hey on thursday you need to send this email here's everything we need to make sure we hit yeah what about the idea of managing i think 
too much communication. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have talked about this at all during the presentation, but I feel like there's sometimes where it's like, oh my God, another email. Like, okay, great. And it's just like blind I, carbon copy. First <laughs> and foremost is anything we send out, we learn, you cannot, you have to blind it. So that way we have like the all staff email right. and then everybody hits reply and it goes to everybody oh, and yes. 50 people reply to it. We, we, we made a rule that is blind carbon copy. So you can't just reply all. Like that. So, uh, but you want to talk about the different types? Yes. So I think that it's important that we look at when we're very um, intentional when we send emails. Right. Um, we have some staff on our maintenance crew that work 410. So Mondays and Fridays are not a good day to send out emails in our department because not all the staff are there. And so, but we try to look at the week and say, okay, we don't want to send out an email two or three times in the same day and usually not even two or three times in the same week. And um, so we have the emails scheduled to go out. Um, and then we also do the videos and we do um, teams. So we try to communicate in different ways. So yeah. it's not always an email. Right. There's, there's different ways. It's almost you have to mold your way. Not like, hey, this is how I communicate deal with it. Or like, how do you guys communicate and, and find that two-way row that you guys can kind yeah. of mm-hmm. make sure you meet in the middle on kind of deal, right? And so it's, that's, that's a super important thing. I think so. We have a, yeah. a 30% rule that we like to follow. So when we, we're putting out a lot of information, uh-huh. but we hope each individual picks up, a, they can pick up at least 30% of what we're throwing out. It's a pretty fair number, I It's think. a really great interaction because yeah. not everybody's going to watch videos. Not everybody's going to look at a newsletter. Not everybody's going to do this, this, or this, but they may do one of those. And so we reach them 30% of the time. Gotcha. So for us, it's like, yeah, we are producing a lot to put out there, but we there's zero expectations that every staff member is picking up on everything. We're very open of like, hey, you pick up on 30%, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. So yes. the, bar, the bar is set here. Okay, just just yes. meet this mark for me, please. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, just, to get, yes. just to get that far from yes. me. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of information coming in for all of us, right? Yes. Like we're, we're having to sift through emails and text messages. And, then, and I think that's the weird thing is like, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out my wife on the bad side is like I feel like I, there's a thousand ways to communicate and I still can't get a hold of her when I really need a hold of her right I'm like I can email you text you call you FaceTime you face, I don't know whatever it is I just still can't get a hold of you somehow some way so it's like there's just so many ways to communicate now if you like, need to edit that out so you don't have to sleep on the couch yeah probably yeah. <laughs> she knows she knows she knows who okay. she is she knows who she is and so, you know but it's like there's just so many different ways to communicate it's like you've got to hit and, and we have so many different ways to communicate, and we have such a short attention span, right? Yes. And then there's so many ways it can go wrong. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. So what is your each of yours, a, a time where communication just it, it went poorly, and how did you handle it? That's a good question. I, teams, uh, so the team's channels can be yeah dicey at times just because of the the reply all factor of it and they get the little memes going and they get the (laughs) you know some of the you know and so sometimes it's kind of like i went to the whole department guys come on you know like they reply to something and they're trying to be funny back because i think it's facebook and it's not facebook it's you know kind of yeah (laughs) and so and it's nothing inappropriate but it's just Uh, yeah yeah so i think sometimes that's been a little little challenging we've had to have a couple chit chats with people like yeah, no, not next time. Just, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to do the like? If you have to question, like, should I send this or not? It's a yeah. probably a no. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you. Yes. I'll tell you my not really a horror story, but like one time Jordan and I were on a Zoom call, and it was we we're doing that thing with Annie, and yeah. I thought it'd be really funny if uh, the idea was like you had this name tag you were given, you were given a name, so you were supposed to like come up with a backstory for your name. 
So I sent JD's message like, oh, hey, we should do like a backstory between the two of us. It'd be so funny. Like, I'll say my part, I'll do this, and then you do your part, this. And I'm like, this would be so fun. Like, we'll, we'll kind of make it. And then I, I send it to everyone, and everyone's like, okay. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, well, I guess it's kind of ruined, but I grew up. You know? And so it was like, it was just awkward. Like, it, was, it was one of those replies. I was like, oh. you know, so, like, you, you don't know until you send it. You're just like, Yes. Yeah. Sometimes the replies are so entertaining. It's like, just like you're eating your pop watching, you're just like, uh huh. Oh, oh we have a few of those. Someone's imploding their career today. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. And I think, unfortunately, it makes people more resistant to reading emails. And so, yeah, that to me is one of the big drawbacks about that. It's like, don't reply all because now you've turned their one email into 10 emails and it was a struggle to get them to re read one. So, yeah. how are we going to get them to read 10? Sometimes when I get those, like, Congratulations on the promotion. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. Good for you. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. But I don't, I don't need ten more emails saying congratulations. <laughs> like, yeah, yes. just yeah, that's absolutely great advice to do that. Yeah. I find that flying copy thing right there for sure. So, um, well, thank you all so much for being on here. I mean, you know, what's it like again with, with doing traps and everything and, and being involved? Are you guys going to be at Institute? I guess in the absolutely. Next mm -hmm. months? Mm -hmm. Awesome. And kind of get more involved. And so we appreciate you guys so much for hosting us out here today. Thanks and, for and coming. Part of this. It's been super fun. Anything else you want to have? The two questions. Yeah. Number one, uh, you have a day off and you get to engage in your recreation. What does that look like? Usually beaches involved. Um, yeah, let me think. Locally, you're never local though. You always you can go, hey, the budget's open. You go wherever the heck you want, right? Um, in this in this dream scenario, you guys go do whatever you want. I'm all about like a beach, nice. quiet, you know, just relax, good book. You, you know. have a favorite beach you've been to that you or that you want to go to? No, I, I I'm kind of like Jen. I don't like to go to the same place twice. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, a good, a good beach. Uh, it has a swimming bar, even better. Nice. Um, <laughs> Can we get that next year? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I think I'm the queen of the um, yes. out of the country vacation in two days or nice. three days. I'm like, you know, where are you going this weekend? Oh, London. I'll be back. No. <laughs> where are you going tomorrow? Playa. Wow. I'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, where is that? Uh, Mexico, yeah. What? We had to postpone our Antarctica trip, though. That is my, that's my last oh, continent. Post to your, oh my god. Your yeah, last awesome. continent? My last okay. continent, yes. See, okay. See, the traveling right here. Wow. The travel is my record. What's the coolest place you've been to? I'm sure it's like hard to rate them all. What's the yeah. coolest place? Columbia was pretty cool because it was not what I expected at really? all. Um, I was trying to think of else, but yeah, Antarctica is going to be on my list. Yeah. yeah I went to, cool. I went to, um, Munich for Oktoberfest a couple of years nice. ago, and that was pretty amazing. True so. Oktoberfest, mm -hmm. cool. the real one. And then our other fun question I'd like to ask is, uh, if you're, you know, let's say you're playing for the Allen Americans, right? Shout out to you guys here. You're, you're walking out. This is your walkout song, your song to get you pumped to hype, to get out there and compete. What is your walkout music? I'm like old school Eye of the Tiger, kind of, oh, you know, okay. just yeah. like total old school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you beat, the, you beat communism. <laughs> I think a little Cindy Law for girls want to have fun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jen does not sing. <laughs> Jen does not sing. <laughs> Jen does a lot of things, but sing is definitely not one of them. <laughs> that, that, I like that one. I also like the man. Uh, or what's that? Shania Twain? Oh, I feel, feel like a If you can't belt that out, you well, you're, you're, are you even living life, right? No, Thank you so much for your Absolutely. time. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming.
Okay, here we go. So, bum, 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 bum. our new segment, my CPRP study guide with Professor Dr. Jordan Daniel, who is, and you know, we all know, a few of us know what the CPRP is. I'm sure a few of you guys who are listening are CPRP people. You are certified parks and recreation professionals. Um, and so Jordan has mentioned to me that he wants to take the CPRP exam in the future. Mm-hmm. And he thought, I've got three children running around all the time. I'm very busy with all the things that I'm doing. I was a 2020 Angelos, you know, state professor of the year. And wow. I don't have time to sit here and study all the time. So <laughs> let's study while we're doing the podcast. So we're going off of my old exam, uh, my old exam guy that I used to work with, my, my study guy that I came up with before I took the test and barely got by. But we're going to try to quiz Jordan on some of these questions here. Um, we'll just ask him the question. He's going to do his best to get through the question. Now, Jordan, you've never seen these questions. Mm-hmm. You've never gone through any kind of study guide with the CPRP stuff. You are coming in here totally flying blind. You're just going to get asked the question and do your best to answer the question. Yeah, I'm really glad you found the quizlet for it. So uh, the first question, hit me. Here we go. The most important factor in retention of volunteers is effective recognition, training, coordination, or evaluation. So important factor in the retention, yes. like getting them to come back. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and cross off evaluation. Okay. Um, coordination, as in like they being able to walk and chew gum, like coordinating volunteers. Like does that, if, if they, so coordination, does that mean like the placement? Because placement is important, but I don't, hmm. Training, uh, training is important, but I have seen people come back time and time again that have been horribly trained. <laughs> um, retention of volunteers, especially because if it's, if you're a volunteer and you're not getting paid, you want to know that like your efforts mean something. Recognition, I think would be the answer. So I'm going with A, recognition as the most important factor in the retention of volunteers. Is, is A, recognition your final answer? Yes. Ba-da-da. We're going to submit and see how we do here on my Quizlet. Correct. That's right. You selected the correct response. All Congratulations, right. Jordan Dan. You are one question. You know one. what? For I'm not doing so bad. Yeah, and that was a that was a that was an easy one to start off with. Okay. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get a little more in depth here. Okay. Okay. Because by your own admission, you are a good test taker, and I feel like that one was just that was a a little taste of what you're getting into. Okay. Yeah.